What is going on, online fitness coaches? My name is Brian Mark. I'm the host of the number one podcast for online fitness coaches, and I built my fitness business to over $50,000 a month before I became a mentor for others. In the last three years, I've helped over 200 online coaches hit $10,000 a month in their online coaching business. Now let's get into today's episode. What is going on, online fitness coaches? Welcome to another episode of the Change Lives Make Money Online Trainer Podcast. This is the number one show for online coaches who are trying to grow a successful online business. In today's episode, I'm joined by my boy, my business partner, and my new friend who is having a baby, Cole. Hi. I didn't know what you were going to say there, bro. I was like waiting. I'm like, oh, oh what are you going to no, say? I wasn't going to be rude on like the week of your big announcement, bro. I thought you were going to say some awkward shit. Guys, yesterday was funny. We announced that uh, me and Julia are having a baby. Obviously, super fucking happy. We're very excited for it. Then fucking Brian makes a comment right away. Instantly. I was fucking howling, by the way, when I saw this shit. Instantly, he just says, no context either. I'm the dad. That's it. That's the comment. First comment he drops. Then you just start seeing spam comments afterwards. Like, I'm the second dad. I mean, like, like Daddy Brian, like, said, it was fucking funny, dude. I was, I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> I love that. Ju- like, Julie just has to put up with me because of your best She didn't even phase her. She just started laughing. She's like, yeah. She's used to my bullshit by now. So she's all good. Guys, so this is podcast. So on podcast, what we do is we bring on some of our rock star clients and we give them an opportunity to talk to me and Cole directly. You guys can ask us anything about your coaching business. If you are listening to this and you're in the Change Lives Academy, like I want you guys to take advantage of this opportunity. You know, I feel like everybody wants one-on-one access to me and you, but then when we were like, you can come ask us anything, everyone's like shy. So if you're listening to this right now, you get one-on-one access every fucking Wednesday, right? So come fucking talk to us because we want to help you guys first person we're going to bring onto the podcast is actually somebody that was watching on Instagram who tunes in every single day. And I'm like, yo, why are you watching on Instagram? Come fucking hang out on podcasts. What's up, Katie? How you doing? Hey guys, I'm so thrilled to be here today. I listen to the podcast every single day. And if I can't watch it live, then I listen to it like when I get my steps in throughout the day. So super excited to be here. So cool. So I've been watching you grow for the last few months. And you're doing super, super well in your coaching business. So tell us a little bit about where you're at and tell us where you're struggling with. And let's see if we can give you some advice. Yeah. So you're actually catching me at a very interesting time because I'm going through a major transition in my business. I started working with you back in August. So man, what is that? About 10 months now, nine months. I digress. But I did serve as an assistant coach on one team and then decided to go solo And I scaled my business to 10K month one. Yeah, month one of going solo, I scaled to 10K. And I ended up joining another team as an assistant coach and quickly found that it was not serving my full potential and my full purpose. So I am relaunching my solo business again for the second time. What a time to be catching you. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it got me at a very, very interesting time. And I'm actually running my first challenge for this reboot starting next week. I have my challenge already filled to 25 people and I'm really excited about it. Well, I have two questions for you at this point is as far as my audience goes on Instagram and on TikTok, I did so much marketing and so much hype around the team that I was serving on how it's going to look when I start posting and marketing for my, my business again. So I'm wondering if it's something I should address or if addressing it will make me seem like, oh, she's too here. She's too there. It's a good fucking question. Yeah. And then I'm also wondering, this is kind of like a follow-up question. 
because I'm very loud on social media. Y'all know this. I'm on my story nonstop. I post two reels a day, two TikToks a day, two mm-hmm. Facebook reels Let's a day. Let's fucking go. Good. Yeah, I'm, I have it. Yeah, I'm on fire. But I do wonder how often you would recommend I do like a five guys, five girls CTA around the time of launching a challenge. Is that something that you wait till the end of a challenge or the week of, or do you just put on the back burner for a while? So those are my two questions. I love it. These are both in-depth questions. So let's hit them one at a time and let's go with the first one first. Cole, go ahead, bro. 100%. Number one, stop overthinking the process and just be you. Okay. I feel like I understand why you might want to address it, but you don't need to because your followers followed you for you, not because you are part of a team and you were talking about the team. That's first and foremost across the board. Like if they hit the follow button and they're liking and they're commenting, it's not because you're a part of Alpha Elite. It's because they fuck with Katie. You feel me? You need to be Katie. Just post about you, post about what you're doing and just stop bringing up the team. All right. Stop bringing light to it. Stop allowing that to come into the conversation and don't think it's going to because it's 90% of the time never going to come up. All right. There might be the OGs that have been with you forever that might ask you in a DM and then you can address it, but there's no point bringing it public because you're thinking what your followers might think. And it's just this overthinking process that you don't need to go down to start producing content. All right. Yeah. Thank you. I love that. My answer is going to go a little bit deeper. Are you ready? Yeah. Why? Do you not believe in yourself enough to run your own team? Mm -hmm. Isn't that insane? That is what I have been asked. My other friend here, he's a coach as well. And he said that to me. He was like, Katie, why are you playing small? Like, why do you feel like you're not capable to run your own team? Because the month that I did, I told you I scaled to 10K. And then I got in this immediate like, yes. Fear. This like, I need security. Uh, Yes. Somebody needs to look over my shoulder. Yes, like what if somebody hold my hand, like somebody make sure I don't fall and eat shit. But that was a mistake, you know? That was a scarcity decision that led me to actual scarcity. Yeah, this is important. So can we dig a little bit? Can we go a little bit deeper? Is yeah. this good? Okay, like I want to know a little bit about like your childhood, like your past. I want to know like, did you have somebody that was like always looking out for you? Somebody that was like always like kind of like made sure that you were successful, always kind of like looking over your shoulder, had your back? No, I was a very independent child. I was a competitive gymnast. So it was a sport that I did independently, of course, like with my friends, but very independent. And then in my early adult life, I got kicked out very young. So I always say that I feel like I started my adult life like at the starting line to a race. And when they blew the whistle, all the other kids ran and I like tripped over my shoelaces. So yeah, so I got kicked out pretty young and was financially independent from like 16 to present. Let's explore this because- Yeah, sure. Do you think you actually tripped over your shoelaces or was it the best thing that's ever happened to you? Oh my God. It was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because I, you know, obviously my, my fear and my scarcity shows in this decision, but I've also been able to take massive risks. So I moved to Texas in the middle of the pandemic. I decided overnight that I didn't want to be here. And I put everything in my car and I, I left New Jersey and moved to Texas with just everything I could fit in my car. In October, I was still a classroom teacher And I remember messaging you on Facebook and saying, I think I want to quit my job. And you said, did you make enough income to match? And I said, no. And you said, well, don't. And I quit anyway. 
So, you know, I'm a risk taker because I had that experience, I guess. Okay, here's my advice on this situation because I feel like I have enough to kind of see. So I think that there's two sides of you. The first side of you is like independent, financially free from a young age. Like I do shit, like I fucking crush it. Like I take risks, et cetera. And I think there's a side of you that's also like, I need security. I need somebody to look out for me. I need to know that somebody has my back. I need to have like, you know, somebody like looking over my shoulder. And I think that if you want to be successful, you need to fucking kill this version of yourself. And I think you need to like, really just like go all in on you, you know, like go all in on yourself because you joining two teams and then leaving tells me that like, there's something inside of you that's like screaming for like greatness. You're like, ah, you like want to get let out. You like let it out. And then you're like, oh my God, oh my God, I don't, I don't know if I can handle this. And then you fucking retreat back into a place. that's like a little bit safer where, you know, somebody's going to have your back. And so I think that if you really want to be successful, then you need to start betting on yourself and you need to start going all fucking in on you. That's number one. Number two, so I have a little bit of a different approach with Cole. I think I would address it, but I would address it in a way that does not take away value from the people that I worked with. And so as an example, like, you know, if you address it in a way that you're like, these people like blah, 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 screw me over, whatever, it makes you look bad. But if you do it in a way that you're like, I actually love every single person that I worked with. And they are like the most amazing people. XYZ person is amazing because of this. XYZ person is amazing because of this. There's just something inside of me that's calling me to be independent and calling me to do my own thing. And like, I love these people, blah, 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 blah. They're amazing. They're such good people, blah, blah, blah. And I've made a commitment that for the rest of my life, I'm going to bet on me. Yes. I love that. I love that. So addressing it in a way that doesn't take away value from the people that you're with. In fact, it gives value and like shows like an open, like I love these people, et cetera. So that's what I would do there. And this is advice for any of you guys running a 14 day challenge, a 40 day challenge, ebook, et cetera, is you want to do a call to action like one or two days in. And the reason for that is called recency, meaning that like your goal as, as somebody that's selling a product or service is to strike when the iron is hot. And so when somebody joins your 14 day challenge or your 40 day challenge or whatever, like that is them also stating, raising their hand, being like, I need some help. That's why I'm joining this challenge. And so your goal, your job is to strike while the iron is hot. A big mindset, like a mistake that a lot of online trainers make was like, oh, I don't want to do a call to action until the end of my challenge. How many of you guys have thought that before? Raise your hand. I don't want to do a call to action until the end of my challenge, because I want to make sure that they get the value first, but then 30 people enter your challenge and only 12 people finish. Have you guys noticed that before? Like, and only 12 people finish. And then you just missed out on the fucking 18 that were excited when they joined the challenge. And the reason they haven't fully committed is because they haven't financially invested yet. And so if you can get them on day two and you do a call to action and they're like, yeah, I'm fucking ready. And then they pay you that fucking money now because they've paid, they're invested and you actually get to change your life. Does that make sense? So do you do the CTA within your Facebook group for the challenge or on every platform? Yeah, I would do it in my Facebook group. So when you guys are running challenges, here's what you should do. All of your effort, all of your energy goes into promoting this challenge and fucking filling it with like 30 to 40, 50 people, et cetera. That's where you do your CTAs and then take all the social proof from your 14 day challenge and post it all over your social media, which will attract clients. But you want to do your CTAs in the actual challenge. Like I wouldn't be littering your social media with CTAs because that's going to take away your focus from your challenge. And like all of your hot leads should be here because you put them here because you worked on it. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Feel good? Yeah. Thank you. This was perfect timing. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on and always supporting the podcast. I appreciate you. This was fun. Let's go. Who got some value from that? Drop a hell yes in the comments if you got some value. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. 
If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients and I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Let's go into the next person that is going to be coming on our podcast. This man is a leader in our community and an absolute beast. And his name is Anthony Mounser. What's up, dog? What is up, fam? How's everybody's day going? Best day of my life. Fuck yeah. Awesome. Super appreciate if you're having me on the pod today. I have a couple of things that I want to communicate with you guys about. And I think one of them is a little bit of a mastermind thing. So feel free to tell me whether or not it's cool. But I have hired a VA. They've been absolutely crushing it for me. They probably booked about two to three apps a week. I was just wondering if you guys had any like tips or ninja tricks on like, basically, like I try to do Zooms once a week with them. They basically get him familiar with me so he could speak as me and we get to know each other as best as possible for that to happen. I try to focus on messages and reaching out and like lead gen and network within the four hours that I get each day from them. But I just want to see if there's any ninja tricks or tips on that from you guys. And the second thing is, is Mother's Day is coming up. And I wanted to do a big thing where I do a somewhat of like what you guys kind of do with the mastermind from what I've taken away is like a four day challenge of that, where I can do a massive program giveaway of like $2,000 on Mother's Day and then get some, get like a bunch of interaction and promote that and CTA that for the upcoming days just to kind of give that away. Because I, I do want to actually help. I have a lot of single moms that can't afford my program. And I think giving that away for free would be super beneficial to some of them. But I think it would also be super awesome to have a lot of people show their interest in that program as well. So I just want you guys to input on both those things. So appreciate it. I'm just trying to think about it comes down to the Mother's Day giveaway. I think it'd be super cool. Can you break down the structure of it one more time? How would you want to deliver it? And why would you want to deliver it like that? So pretty much I wanted to do it in a sense of like how you guys would do a giveaway of basically having people like say like, like, share and comment on the post, take a friend that you think would want that would be interested in it. And then message me why I should choose you as the mother that would get the free program out of all the mothers that are messaging me. Mm. And then just promote that through my social media, like funny content of having it like, Hey, I'm doing a huge giveaway. Mother's Day is coming up. I think there could be a huge vibe about that. And like yeah. I said, just, just helping out a single mom that I know, like I messaged hundreds of moms that can't afford the program. So I know there's lots of them that would want that. So that I would just like to actually help somebody at the same time. So I think it's beneficial on both ends. Okay, bet. Now, how many mothers do you actually speak on on like a continual basis? A lot, I'm assuming? Yeah, 40 to 50. Okay, then yeah. I Number one, I think it's a good idea. I think that'd be super cool. It's something that we call like the magnetic giveaway, basically. But it's a very beneficial way to warm up a lot of people slash like build a community online because it shows that you're actually giving back. And I think it'd be super cool for Mother's Day because it's going to be a lot of people are going to be doing giveaway for mothers and it's going to be respected across the board because you want to help somebody on a deeper level. I like it. I think doing it like that would be super beneficial for you. Yep. I'm going to jump in that I agree. I think both of these things are mastermind questions, but I'm still going to answer them because I love you. So the VA thing is you want to take your VA to the next level, script drill them. Yep. Script job them just like you'd role play. You role play for sales calls, you script drill with VA. So that's how you take your VAs to the next level. And then that Cole's right. That is called the magnetic giveaway. And it is a really good way to generate a lot of leads really fast. Yeah. Just like, and guys, this isn't just like magnetic giveaway. We're talking about like a lead generation strategy, but like, I want to talk about the core principle because Anthony's communicating with core principles right now. How much money do you think department stores make off of Christmas? Oh yeah. Think about it for a second. How much money do you think fucking shopping malls make off Christmas and Easter, et cetera? These are things that companies use to market. And so for you guys, like Mother's Day is one of those things that, you know, everyone's thinking about. And so if you can come up with some sort of ebook or giveaway or challenge or something around Mother's Day to give back to mothers, like that's a really good way 
especially if your niche market is women and you know you work with moms, then use utilizing those things as marketing tools is beneficial for you. And every company on the fucking planet does it. So across the board, don't literally bad, across the board. Don't feel bad about attention. doing it. Every fucking company on the planet does it. That's why yeah. they do it. Yeah, you know, coming from car sales, I'm, I'm coming pretty raw with that type of shit. So I was like, I know someone else is going to do it. So if someone else is going to do that and I can still actually help change someone's life through doing that and impact others, it's yeah. like a win-win for me. It's, it's, it's kind of, I just wanted your guys' opinion on it. Yeah, I like yeah. it, dude. I think it's a very good strategy right now. Not to mention it's going to like start a lot of conversations that might have not been started already. Going to open a lot of doors for you to be able to help a lot of people. I Don't give away idea. a custom program. No. It's too much work. I'm going to say this as well. There was a guy... This is like a year and a half ago, but I gave away a full year in the Change Lives Academy and full year, like 4,800 bucks, like take it and fucking homie never showed up. After that, I was like, I'm never doing that again. So just make sure you don't give away custom programs because, you know, it'll frustrate you when you do the custom work and they don't do it. You know, they don't do the program. Great. You. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys' time. Dude, thanks for coming up. I appreciate you. Thank Thanks you for being good. a leader in the community. I'm excited to see you on Saturday in Out Angle. You make you look small. Oh, never, buddy. Anthony's coming to work out in Kelowna in case you guys didn't catch that. He likes taking flexes next to me so that he looks smaller. Darun, what is going on? Welcome to the podcast. Super excited to serve you. Welcome to the 19th million episode you've been on. Appreciate you tuning in, girl. Darun and Sal are the podcast co-hosts. Yeah. And and I'm all for it. Like, hey guys. Dude, can I be honest? I think you're smart. I don't know why more people don't take advantage of the fact. I know I'm smart. Thank you. They don't take advantage (laughs) of the fact that they can literally have access to us every single week for one of them. I don't get it. I'm always here. And the only time I speak now is like when you guys are like, who else wants to go? Who else wants to go? And I'm like, I want to go, but I want to give everyone else a chance. Yeah, fair enough. You're here. How can we serve you today? Fair enough. Oh my God. I'm so nervous because I'm going to be super vulnerable and I'm going to say it. This is on behalf of a lot of people in the Academy. I know a lot of us feel this way and I feel like we're almost scared to ask you guys what to do because I know what you guys are going to say to me, but this is kind of me taking accountability too. So lately I've been slacking on my content because I just haven't been getting the engagement I want which is okay. So if like my posts don't do that well, if I don't get that many views or engagements, I'm okay with that. But there has to be like, I have to be at least signing people or getting some leads. And so I think it was last week, I was like, fuck this, I'm not making any more posts for the week. And I'm just gonna just chill for a few days. Because I found when I was doing like three posts a week, I was getting more engagement than now when I'm posting every day. And I don't know if it's because my content isn't as good because I'm just trying to get something out there. I know that's part of it. Or if people are annoyed of seeing me coming on their feed all the time, but this is something that I want to take accountability for and just get your, just how do I get over that? Like, I don't give a shit how many views, how many comments or all that stuff. Number one, I want to crash the mindset of people don't like seeing you. Get that out of your head. Guys, like people are not not liking your stuff because they're sick of seeing you. They're sick of seeing you. They would block your ass. Like, let's be real. Like, that's just the truth. If they didn't want to see you, they would unfollow you or block you, or they'd turn into a hater and talk shit about you every single day on your post while following you, which I have. I got like a whole little group of them, they're little annoying shits. Uh, and it happens all the time. But that's number one, first and foremost. Number two, obviously, you got more engagement when only posting three times a week, because when you're only posting three times a week, you had a better mindset around content creation. So you put more time into it. I'm willing to bet everything on that, just based off of how you were speaking. 
if I only post twice a week, you guys better believe those two posts are going to be fucking insane. The quality is going to be mental across the board. The only difference is I understood that. And now I post twice a day on everything and my quality and everything is still mental and a fucking above everybody else's because I put the time in. You just stressed yourself out because you're overthinking when it comes down to engagement on a deeper level. Now, how do you get over that mindset? By realigning yourself with your why. I don't give a fuck about views and likes and comments. I give a fuck about this message. Guys, I'm going to read you a message I got the other day. All right. I sent this to the uh, mastermind group chat that we have. All right. Between all the mastermind coaches. And when I got this message, it warmed my fucking heart and it hit like a real deep place because I've talked to this person a lot. All right. I've helped them a lot. I've actually sent a cameo video. This guy sent me a request asking me if I could do a video for his sister that was going underneath the operation table and didn't know if she was going to wake up. He sent me this video, this uh, text on Instagram. He said, bro, you've been through your struggles and seeing how well you've done inspires me. I tried to take my life a few weeks back and watching your content as late has really helped me take my life to the next level and help me push forward this fucking dark spot. That is why I fucking post every day. I don't give a flying fuck about a view because I'm aligned with my vision and my purpose and why the fuck I'm on social media. You are in this la-la land of what the fuck am I doing here? I don't get likes. Ooh, poor me. I'm not going to post for a fucking week. And this is where the tough love is going to come out a little bit, girl, because like, okay, then why are you here? Why are you posting? I think me. for me, it is that as well. It's like I'm pouring my heart into some of these posts and I'm being vulnerable and I'm trying to change somebody's life, even if it's just one person a day, right? Do you get one but like on like, your photo? I get more than one like. I'm not even going to go there. I'm going to say, okay, cool. Like, but the world doesn't give a fuck. It's going to take time. Guys, I didn't just start having this impact after fucking a couple months. It took me five years to grow my social media to where it is. Mm -hmm. A lot of you guys have been in this game for fucking nine months and you think you should be blowing up all the time. Five years of posting consistently to get to where I am right now. Just because you're doing everything properly doesn't mean you deserve shit. It's going to take time. Yeah, I'm going to jump in here. So first of all, congratulations. It's still being in the arena because you're fucking, fucking right. right. So that's number Thank one. You. Number two is this is completely normal. So I want to kind of normalize this feeling. How many of you in the academy or how many of you online trainers that are listening to this right now feel frustrated because your content isn't hitting as hard as you want it to? How many people? Just be fucking honest. Let me I feel like everybody's felt this way. Every single fucking person. Yep. So here's the thing. No matter how good you do, you're always going to want to do better. So that's the first always. thing. So just understanding that is important. And like, know this, like first you get consistent and then you get like, then you increase the quality. That's a cold to silver quote. First you get consistent, then you increase the quality. And I think that I've been trying to grow my fucking Umark Fit account on TikTok for a long time. Like, here's my thing. I'm really good at like posting funny content. Like when I post funny content, it goes viral, but funny content doesn't get fucking online trainer leads. So I'm like, I'm spending all this time creating funny content that isn't getting me leads. What the fuck am I doing? So I took a step back from posting funny content and I was just trying to post business content, but that wasn't hitting. And so like, I've literally been like, I'm in the same battle that you're in Darun. Like I'm like fucking in the grind. Like I'm constantly looking for new ways to post content. I'm constantly trying to figure out lighting. I'm constantly trying to figure out like if I should with a different videographer if i should film from a different angle should i film outside with my car but you if something isn't fucking working you need to try new things and so i'm going to share do a little bit of a screen share because as you were talking i'm like man i fucking relate to this so fucking hard i'm gonna do a little bit of a screen share and i'm gonna show you my tiktok and i just want to show you that like i'm in the same battle that you are and it wasn't until recently that my videos started really fucking hitting but i just want to show you like i was posting videos where i'm like in my room talking to myself and 
1200 views. Like I'm trying to figure out how to do talking videos, 1200 views, 2000 views. Like they're 1700 views. I'm like, these are like, I have like a hundred thousand followers. I'm getting like a thousand views. It was like embarrassing, but I just kept fucking posting. Like I kept getting consistent. I kept trying new things. I was like, okay, maybe I should try it in my car. I'm like, okay, the car ones didn't hit very well. Maybe I should try it in the office. I'm like, okay, the offense ones didn't hit very well. I'm like, I'm like, maybe I should try with my ring light inside. I'm like, okay. Then I tried with my ring light inside with my iPhone. I'm like, it looks like shit. I'm like, maybe I should try a different camera. So I tried a different camera. And then I'm like, maybe I should try hiring a different video guy. So I tried hiring a different video guy and boom, finally it fucking hits. But the only reason was able to find one that fucking hit is because I kept trying new things. And so if your content isn't hitting and you keep doing the same thing over and over and over and over and over again, like you're not going to be successful. And so it's like, I understand how frustrating it can be like learning the social media landscape. Like it's not fun. Like when you're posting content over and over and over again, and it doesn't fucking, like it's not a fun experience. Like I've been there, especially when you actually try really fucking hard to create a piece of content. And you're like, this is going to hit and it doesn't. You're like, shit, but you just, you have to fucking keep going. And the payoff is worth it. Like, cause you get one video that goes viral and it changes the fucking game for you. And the only way that you get those videos is by consistently like at telling yourself like, yo, I'm, I'm going to step up and I'm going to do one more round in the arena. I'm just going to focus on the next post. And like, you shouldn't even be looking at the last post as like whether or not it did well or not. You should just be like looking at the last post and be like, how can I get better for the next post? How can I make sure the message is cleaner? Like, what do I need to do to upgrade the quality or the, the consistency or the whatever it is? But like, I'm just looking for the next level. Like, I don't give a fuck about the views. Like, as long as I know that my content's leveling up, like that's what fucking matters. Cause I know that like, if I keep that mindset over time, like it's going to lead to somewhere. Does that make sense? And I feel like when it comes down to this advice and stuff like this, like the reason why I give you guys like a tough love approach and a tough love answer is because I repeat myself a lot. Okay. And I'm not saying that I don't enjoy that because I want to help you guys with the content. But the reason why I just give you guys a straight up answer when I break this down is because I feel like a lot of people see my following now, see how I've grown. And they're like, okay, yeah, cool, Cole. It's nice to hear just keep posting because you're growing and you're getting views. But again, it wasn't always like this. All right, guys, I literally was chasing Brian for the longest fucking time. It, it literally pissed me off. Nothing was working. Nothing across the board. And then because of the, the exact thing Brian just broke down, experimenting, trying new things, fucking around, I was able to find one thing that hit and then I ran with it at full fucking speed and everything took off. But that's the thing. You can't give up regardless of what the fuck is going on in your mind or the frustration of things not building. It does not matter. Because the only thing that will happen from you giving up because shit isn't working is you screwing yourself over for the future. That's it. It's the only outcome. I'm going to keep going because Darun, what is the like the most amount of clients you've ever had slash the most amount of money you've ever made in a month? The most yeah. amount of clients I had in one month was like 33 or 34. And I was, and that was like after a challenge, I was really close to 10K. Yep. So that okay. was the most. And I, I fell apart after that month. Hey, that's okay. So the reason I asked that is because Cole and I, the most amount of clients we've ever had is 1300. Okay. Yep. Now, the reason we bring that up, here's what happens, right? When we run into adversity, this is what happens, you guys. When we run into adversity, we default to our original programming. Yep. And so we default to, you know, like if you run into adversity, you're going to default to what you're used to. So if you're used to, you know, like having 25 to 30 clients, like you're going to default to that because that is like, that feels normal for you. And that feels kind of like, 
a really good place for you. If you're like pushing your mm-hmm. comfort zone and you get stuck, you'll default to your like original programming. Does that make sense? Yeah, and so the, the way that we fucking get out of that is we continue to tune into people who have different programming. And then we listen to what they say and we're like, okay, well, these motherfuckers, like they obviously know something like, you know, Cole might swear a lot and Brian might be super like talk really fast, but they know something if they got to 1300 clients, I'm going to keep tapping in. And then when they give me a piece of advice, I'm going to do that thing because I know that like their programming is going to help me get to that next level. So it's like understanding that like you're doing the right thing by showing up to these calls. Now take the advice that we gave you run with it because the advice that me and Cole are giving you is advice coming from dudes that have 1300 clients. And we want you to break past your programming and hit that next level. So I told this to Ryan Tran on content audits this morning. All right. I'm going to tell it to you as well. And I want you to write this down. You got a notepad in front of you, Duran? I do. I want you to write down, show up no matter fucking what. All right. And I want you to write that down on 30 different notes today and put it everywhere around your fucking house. Take a video and post it in the Academy. And I'm not playing. I'm talking about in your office, on your fridge, in your room. I want you to see that everywhere you turn because getting discouraged is going to happen. Guys, I literally have videos still that only get like a thousand views. Go to my TikTok right now and look. I've got 450,000 followers and I'll post a video and get a thousand views. I'm like, fuck my life. Do I get discouraged and not post? Hell no. I post two more times that day and I just try a different approach. I'm like, okay, I listen to the algorithm and I make an adjustment, but I show up no matter what. You will never just said. Say what you said again. No, no, go back. You just said a nugget. If I fucking one post one and it fucking flops, you're not going to fucking catch me slipping. I'm going to post two more. And you said you listen to the algorithm. Oh, yes. Touche. I listened. I just said listen that. To the, listen to the algorithm. That's it. Guys, we think we know what the fuck we're doing. The algorithm is going to tell us if we know. They what will the tell you doing. if you posted something that's shit. Unfortunately. And that's it. it. Algorithms ruthless. It doesn't give a fuck about you or your guys. Yeah. We can't even tell you how many videos me and Brian have been like, yo, this is fucking lit. I'm so excited. I'll like show them and we'll get all like fucking amped up and I'll post it and it'll fucking flop. And I'm like, this is bullshit, bro. And it gets like 10 views. And I'm like, you know how much fucking time I just put into this thing? And then I post something dumb and it's like, ding. I post a video of me squeezing some chickens and it gets 12 million views. I'm like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> Let's listen to the fucking algorithm and it will tell us what we need to be doing. Does that make sense, Darren? Yeah, like a million percent. And it's the algorithm that I get pissed off at most of the time because I feel like my content's pretty good. And then I'm like, and then I see someone else's like, I don't know, like just a person just doing literally nothing and they have like 13 million views. And I'm like, why? But on a positive note, I've been killing my content this week because I actually took a break and I was like, I have to focus on what I'm going to put out there because I'm tired of like feeling this way, right? If if I'm making content and it's not reaching anybody and it's not about the views or comments for me, really, it's, it's really about pulling in those leads. And if I'm not doing that, then I feel like I'm wasting my time. So I might as well put in double the work and make my content that much better. So at least I pull in one person, right? Cool, yes. Right? And I really want to say something here. And this is something that I Brian's not going to agree with. Okay. And I know he's not because he posts like six TikToks a day. This is something all of you, I think, really need to understand. Because what you just said is what you should be honing in on right now. I'm not saying like show up no matter what, double down and post an insane amount of fucking content until something hits. I'm saying put passion and thought into the shit that you are producing. Yes. So if right now you're just putting out content for the sake of fucking doing it because you see everybody else posting two to three times a day, don't. Guys, scale that shit back. I literally had this conversation uh, this morning on Content Audits again with Miranda, if I'm not mistaken, where she was posting three times a day. Nothing's hitting. So I said, stop fucking posting three times a day and post once. 
and put everything you have into that one post. Guys, I built my entire following off of posting once a day. That's it. Not fucking nine times, not six times, not two times once. That's it. And it's because I put time and like care into each individual post. And then I would allow it time to grow. So I'd pay attention to the algorithm and see what people wanted. So right now, if you feel more aligned in taking a step back and scaling down to fucking three, four posts a week, but it has your energy, the time and passion into producing it so you can help people at a deeper level, then do that. Don't worry about spam posting. Everybody else is. And just focus on what you need to do to keep producing, keep showing up no matter what, so you can scale your business. Yeah. And I know when I'm not putting in the effort too. So, and I know when I do put the effort in, you know, I get the engagement that I'm looking for and my last two posts have given me momentum. So I'm going to keep up with that. Good. Thank you guys so much. We're proud of you. I want to see that fucking video with sticky notes all over your house. I'm going to do it right away. Like (laughs) right now. Good. (laughs) Love it. Thank you guys. We're here for you. We're here to serve. I know you are. That's why I always show up. I'm here. <laughs> always you. shows up. Literally the I fucking know. third, fourth guest, bro. I know. I love it. It's like Raul Sandi on Mastermind Calls. Raul's like in the waiting always, room. Always, bro. Like, Literally, no matter what. You always see his name. You always hear his voice. He's fucking there no matter what. Yeah, I love it. All right, guys, that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. There was a lot of golden nuggets in today's episode. I'm interested in knowing what your number one takeaway was from today's podcast. So if you're in the Academy, go post in the Academy because I want to see it. And Cole, where do they find you, brother? You guys can check me out on the Wake Up With The Wolf podcast or Cole Lewis De Silva on IG and TikTok. Peace, love, protein. Have the best day of your entire life. And we'll talk to you guys in the next episode. Let's fucking go. 